Bismillah alhamdulillah salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah wa alihi wa sahbihi wa ajma'in assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh wa alaykum assalam man hey man we got the brother back man, i got my brothers back man we're all back bro like, we just came back from an amazing trip well alhamdulillah 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 rabbil alameen all praise due to Allah. Alhamdulillah, man. How long has it been since we last recorded a podcast? Bro, I think 10 weeks, bro. The whole entire summer. It's crazy. 10 weeks. That's more than two months we what haven't you, recorded. Like, what you guys don't know is that, bro, we were like, the last like two or three weeks that we were here before we all traveled, we were uh, recording we were like two even on Saturday, two on Sunday, sometimes even three. Three in one like, day. It was crazy. It was getting stressful. On top of that, <laughs> we were going live. On top of that, we were recording trivias, recording other videos, trying to do everything that we can. And obviously, like, we didn't do enough. We should have did more. But, you know, alhamdulillah for everything. Like, we, um, yeah, Wallahi, it was, like, it was worth it. It was 100% yeah. worth it. Alhamdulillah, I'll praise, I give my thanks to Allah. You guys are amazing. All of our followers are amazing. They're beautiful people. Man, may Allah guide us all and let us Allah meet in paradise. May Allah increase, increase all of us. I, I think mean, one thing before we truly get into this episode is like, like the time away, the time that like we allowed like ourselves to not have to record and just, you know, be posting podcasts. It allowed us to reflect more on life, mm-hmm. come back with more stories, come back with more like allow Insights. us to seek knowledge mm-hmm. in like uh, in a long amount of time so that we could come back and be able to speak on more things, have different perspectives, especially the traveling. Traveling together is something like it's so crazy. Like, you know, Surreal. me and Osman, um, we've, we've been to Saudi, we've been to Umrah, like it's, it's all been an experience, but this guy's my brother. Like I've grown up with him. I lived with him my whole life, but then going with this man, like it was a whole different experience. It was like experiencing Saudi and Umrah for the first time all over again. It was crazy. So like, without further ado, mm-hmm. let's start with our trip to Saudi. Like traveling as Dean tour for the first time. Like this is the first time any of us have traveled outside of the country altogether. No, no, it's I mean, not. me, me no, and no. him, we've been to Sudan yeah, together. All of us. I'm saying, oh yeah, all, all three of us. us. Yeah, exactly. But I want to give my props to you two, my brothers. It doesn't matter anywhere I'll go in the world. As long as I'm with my brothers, man, that's all I need, man. No matter what happened when we were in um, Sardia, when we had your incident with the luggage, we still laughed. We still we still spoke yeah, to each other. We still laughed at each other. Nothing, the mood was not destroyed. Of course. And, and then eventually the problem was solved. Problem all it took was, was solved, the patience. We created funny moments out of we it. We created funny moments. We created moments jokes to look out back, of it. Moments to look back on. Like that. Man, like Alhamdulillah, like just look, just looking back at life is just, I could live the rest of my life in hardship, and I go look back on those times, and I would just be able to smile. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah man. Yeah. So, like, bro, traveling to Saudia, it was, it was an experience. Like, we already knew, like, we were gonna have fun, we were gonna go out, do this and that. But like, usually, like, it's not something that you do every single day. But us, every single day, there was something going on. Mm-hmm. Whether we go to the mall, whether we go out to get some food, which is like every day. Go to the market. Just going to the market, just like, just going out, driving, doing whatever. It didn't matter. Like, or if we were just, uh, like, working on Dean Tour at the house or something. Like, everything, every single day was an experience. Going to mm-hmm. the gym was an experience. Like, there was nothing that we did every single day where we didn't come out feeling better, like for, with ourselves. Or even there would be epiphanies between like me and my brother when we wake up because we all slept in the same house. When we do wake up, we'd wake up. It'll be like seven a.m. in the morning. After like we prayed fajr, we went to sleep, and we wake up again. It'll be like seven a.m. in the morning because we had jet lag. But like alhamdulillah for the jet lag. Wanna know why? Because when we woke up, we talked and talked and talked for hours about religion, about podcast, about whatever it is, about life, about. Like our insights, so even mm-hmm. that was within the first week we went there. Yeah, of course, it was that, crazy. That was after we did Umrah, it was amazing. And we were falling asleep at like 10 a.m. and we <laughs> wouldn't wake up till Maghrib time. That was 
bad. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> that was bad. But eventually we fixed it. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I still remember, man, we were having like like podcasts by ourselves. And I was like, man, where the camera at? Bro? Like, why <laughs> we need to be filming this? Because like some of the stuff we'd be saying, it's like, bro, like, where's the camera when we need this? Like, no. we, we want people to hear these types of things because it's like so raw. Like, and it's a, like when I look back at those times my, with my time away from the podcast, which even it seems so little, like it seems like such a little time, but to me it felt long. Like it just made me realize how much I love like talking about religion and how much I love talking about like philosophies and life and insights and how much like good there is that people portray. Because, you know, in social media, there's a lot of there's a lot of negative spaces like it's all social media has a whole ton of negative space, mm-hmm. but there's also good within it. You know, subhanAllah. But it just made me realize how much I love talking about religion. I love doing Yeah, and this. speaking of that, I remember like we were like, oh, well, we're going to take a break from going live on TikTok. And I couldn't, you know, after yeah. after like a couple of weeks, I was back on live on TikTok <laughs> every single day, talking with people, having conversations, giving the da'wah. Alhamdulillah, the da'wah is, you know, is spreading. It's getting bigger. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. It's going to be even bigger, inshallah. You know, that's a good perspective, which brings to mind, like um, how us being away, it gave us time to actually go on social media, see the spaces that like we've we built for ourselves, like the the platform we've built on on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, but then also see other people, see what like people are saying, like all this um, negativity, the positivity. Because usually, like when we're working like this, we don't go on social media that much. We like usually we just post and we leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Like we don't go, we don't have much time to go look and see what other people are saying. But this gave us time to really reflect on like what we do and how we can come back and be better. Yep. And that's why we're here talking about this. Like we're telling you guys about our. Uh, our experience going to Saudia, and maybe it can benefit if it benefits at least one person. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, like it's so crazy because I remember at the beginning when we first started, I used to see only the negativity. I used to see all the negative comments. Like I remember all the all the controversial stuff we'd post, like the music stuff. I'd see only the negative stuff. I'm like, and then mm-hmm. it put me down because I'm like, yo, I thought we were giving a good message. Mm-hmm. But then I started looking at the, all the positive stuff, how people were saying, like, oh, you guys helped me quit music. I'm like, yo, what the heck? Just seeing one comment like that, man, makes me happy. People are like, oh, I watched happy. your videos and now I'm on my on the verge of reverting. Or other people are saying, uh, I kids your love video. your guys' yeah. video. Like, you know, we watch them together. Together. Mm-hmm. Imagine parent and um child. and child watching our yeah. videos together and they both benefit from it. Now Allah subhanAllah. And this is just the this was like in the beginning of our trip, this is when we was thought, like, we only had spent a week away from making a podcast. This was like that yeah. first week away. And we was thinking about stuff like, and then midway through and we were like, man, we're ready to go back. We're ready to go back. And one of the big things that we, like when we were in Saudi Arabia, praying in the mosque every single day, easy access. You could walk there. It was like, this right here is a good point. We, we, some of us, we take, uh, we take advantage, uh, we take it for granted the fact that you know, we can go to the mosque every single day. Like us being able to go to the mosque for all five daily prayers every single day is just something different. Mm-hmm. Like here, I don't get that type of blessing. Like I have to drive 15 minutes away just to get to the masjid. I can't make it there every day or I can't make it there for all five daily prayers. But over there, I could. And there really was no excuse. Anywhere I went, whether it be the mall or whether it be the marketplace, there was a masjid on every single corner I could go and pray. And you even see, you know, you got people rushing to get to the masjid. They're just waiting outside the masjid, waiting for the adhan. And you have to understand these people are working. These people are with their families, but yet they still go to the masjid. Mm-hmm. They, they hear pause the what call. they're doing and then they go back right yeah. back to what they were doing before. They hear the call. You know how the adhan starts? Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Yeah. Allah is greater than what you're doing. Allah is greater than what you're doing. And then when you see that info, like it's like an imam booster. It's like, yeah, like exactly. it's crazy. You see, it, and the people they go and they leave the the businesses shut down, and it's only they all they go to pray, and then like they all pray in congregation. That's one a big thing, praying mm-hmm. in congregation a lot. Yeah. It's like you look around, you see a Muslim, you look around, you see another Muslim, or even in your local mosque, you're seeing the same people in there every day. You come in there, you greet them, you say, Assalamu alaikum, alaikum, assalam. 
Like, I remember when you guys left, the people that asked me where, where my brothers are going, I was like, man, they left me, man. Yeah, praying congregation of Allah just hits different. It's mm -hmm. not like praying alone. You know, mm -hmm. Allah it just feels way better to pray in congregation. And the reward is, of course, multiply when you pray, uh, when you pray in congregation. Mm -hmm. And it really is an Iman booster because you see all these people, they're rushing, they're stopping what they're doing all for the same thing, all for the sake of God. Mm -hmm. And that's not even to mention Makkah and Medina. Like, we're yeah. going to get there. Don't worry. Yeah. We're going to get there. But being being able to pray at the masjid, like, that's that's probably the thing I miss the most is being able to go to the masjid every single day. Like, like we used to go to the mall, you know, the marketplace, the most hated place to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because, you know, you go there, you forget all about all your responsibilities in terms of your iman and your and your faith and Islam. Like, you're mm -hmm. not remembering Allah when you're going to look for your brand new shoes or your new clothes or your groceries. You're out here sitting about th thinking about what you need to get. But see, there, you're hearing dhikr being played. There's not music being played in these malls. There's dhikr. You're hearing, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Like, you're hearing the, the dhikr that you hear at Eid or something like that. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sitting here like, oh, it's not what they're letting me remember Allah. Then you hear the adhan. The adhan's calling you to salah. These people are going to the prayer and going to success. They're mm -hmm. going there. I'm watching them. I'm walking with them. We're sitting here like, oh, snap. Then we get outside the masjid. This is at the mall. Like I'm telling you, like in perspective of the mall, we're walking there. Yes, we're walking to the prayer room the mall. and you're seeing there's like the, the prayer room filled. It's filled to the brink. You, you have like 40, 50 people lined up outside mm -hmm. waiting to get inside. Mm -hmm. So then everybody got to get out and we just switch. Yeah. Yeah. So they got to pray again. Yeah. Next 30 minutes. Yep. It's, it's, it's so beautiful and so surreal. Or, or like we'll just finish praying and then you'll hear another salah just start right next to us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like they'll just start like right next to you. Like they don't, they don't care because they want to pray and they, they, they have pray. somewhere to go. Exactly. Like, but they're putting the prayer before everything else that in their life, like before their mm -hmm. families, before their responsibilities, everything, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is above all that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like how many times do we hear when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, glory be to him far. He's far above that. Far associate with him. him. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's also with the partners, with, uh, with your responsibilities, everything. Allah is far above that, which uh, associate. we associate. Like, no matter what it is, mm -hmm. yeah, Allah granted you these things as so long as you put it, uh, you put him above that. Mm -hmm. And subhanAllah, when we did that, like life was just so good. Everything in our life mm -hmm. was so good. Like we we were so blessed to be able to eat out as much as we did. And you know, all the food in Saudi Arabia, it's halal. So it, like for us, man, that's it was, another big thing. Yeah, exactly. It man, was, the halal food was amazing, man. Yeah, being able to eat out. Yeah. But for us, we didn't like, you know, here, I feel like we pinched pockets a little bit more than we did there. There, it was like, you know what? We're here. We're like, let's have a good time. You know, we've taken care of our, all our responsibilities for the day. Like, I remember that was one thing about us. Bro, we used to go out after Aisha every single day because it was like, you know what? Let's finish our prayers and then let's go home. Yeah, because here's the thing. Over there, obviously, I felt way more productive, you know, especially like being able to walk to the masjid every day. Like, this actually makes me feel more productive as mm -hmm. a person because it's like, you know, I'm constantly doing something. I work on something. I have to pray, walk to the masjid come back and you know as i'm walking to the masjid or coming back from the masjid you know i'm thinking about ways on how i can improve my life whether that be financially or religiously whatever it may be you know any way i can increase myself and like these are thoughts that we we would have conversations about this walking to and yes, from the masjid and bro, it's crazy bro that's facts every single time i walked to the masjid i didn't know what it was i did not know what it was when i hear the event me and me and you would be walking I'll just be thinking about life. I'll just be thinking about everything, everything, everything. It'll just be, and it, but like not, not in a bad way though, not like of in course, an anxious, course. like overthinking way, but it was like in a, just in a good way, just like a reflection upon life. And I'll just be walking, and then suddenly I'm already at the masjid. Like the walk, it was a pretty decent walk. Yeah. And I have, I have this one, this one memory. I'll never forget this. It was very funny. It was a very funny day when we did, we did leg day. And we were walking to the masjid, the video, we were just walking. <laughs> and we hear them say the iqama. We were a little late for Maghrib, and we just look at each other. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was crazy, <laughs> man. That was man, that was hilarious. It was subhanallah, man.
I'll never forget. I'll never forget that. I'll never forget those feelings. And it even it motivates me here today to like to put it in perspective. I want to go in America five times a day to the mosque. Exactly. Like, look, one thing that has definitely changed is like, for example, right, we were going to the gym every single day or, you know, five days a week there. Mm-hmm. So like even now when I come back here, I started going to the gym way more consistently. And now like, alhamdulillah, like operate like right outside the gym right in front of the gym. And it's crazy. You know, that, that wasn't something I would do before, but now it is. Because yeah. you understand, like, see, that's that's one of the things about whenever I travel is like I come back always with a new perspective. Like there was a time where, well, actually one of my travels is the reason why I quit music. I was, I was in Saudi one time. That's where I actually quit music. I was like, Oh snap. Then there was another time where, uh, I was, I was in Sudan actually. And this is where I decided like, okay, you know what? I'm going to drop everything I'm doing. I'm going to start memorizing Quran. Like I started prioritizing Quran for a time over all of my studies, like over all my school. Like I used to do my schoolwork on like the last day. Mm-hmm. People saw it as like procrastinating, but I was like, you know what? I'm prioritizing, you know, the Quran. And I was still doing well in school. So I was like, okay, cool. But see, there it was like it's like these revelations that come to you when you travel, like because you know I'm I'm exploring this dunya, this this world. This is the creation of Allah. You know, he he said we're allowed to go explore the world, explore this this creation, go travel, go see the world, right? But see, we're going to places that are so beneficial to us, whether we're surrounded purely by well, Muslims. I, I think or we're all travel is beneficial. Medina, like, exactly, like, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. There's Great there's beauty experience. in it. And then what you said about um the music, I actually remember I have a funny story about this, and I remember. Remember, I've always been, I'm, I'm still, we're all still young and I'm like, I'm still learning about religion and stuff. But I'm still learning about Islam. But I remember when I was like around like 14 years old, remember you used to catch me memorizing Quran or listening to Quran while I played 2K. <laughs> That's just a memory that popped in my head. You remember, you remember that? That's crazy. I remember, I remember like faintly a little bit. Like, um, I remember I, I used to hear the Quran. I used to be like, yo, what are you doing? <laughs> and you, like you look at me all weird because you're and you're still memorizing you're not even responding to me you're like reciting out loud the quran and i'm like yo bro like, i asked you a question you know it's so crazy i can literally imagine him doing something like that like he doesn't even answer your questions <laughs> he's just in there looking at you all weird he's yeah. still doing whatever he's doing mm-hmm. but like sort of medium playing in the background i'm seeing him he's playing 2k and i'm like yo what are you doing and he's looking at me reciting and he's like and he, he it's like his eyes are telling me like yo get out like i'm, I'm doing something <laughs> Man. but um, yeah, speaking about the beauty of travels, like no, let's, no, let's let's speak about Makkah and Medina. Yeah, that's no. what I was about to get into. We have to speak about our Umrah experience. Uh-huh. So, I mean, obviously, this is his first time. So, for us, we needed to make sure, like, okay, yeah, you know, we we're gonna get our you know our worship in. But one of the the blessings of being someone who understands what you need to do to have a good Umrah is to help others. So, um, Osman he went with my with our with our mother, helped her you know complete her Umrah. Mm-hmm. But for me, I had to, I stayed with him to, un, to ensure that he understood like the du'as he had to make and to understand like the thicket you make mm-hmm. each like round of tawaf and uh, when doing safa and marwa to like get the best out of it, to mm-hmm. understand like, okay, ask everything you want, but don't forget, send your, mm-hmm. um, do your remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and send salawat upon the Prophet Ali like, Don't yeah. forget these, pa- these are very important because like you this. have to put these, put these above yourself. Mm-hmm. Like put these, put your family Put even like your friends above yeah. yourself this and is, then put yourself because there's more ni'mah in that. Anyone who goes to Umrah, don't forget about the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and sallam. don't forget about your parents. That's like the, the best advice I can give. When you're making your du'as about like your future your future or whatever it may be or like for the hereafter, don't forget your, the, your parents and the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Okay, so look, Hold on. I know I'll, I'm going to ask, him, let's a ask question. him Yeah, I'm saying like. Because we didn't even talk about this for some reason. But mm-hmm. what was going through your head when we're at the airport right before we're getting on the plane? 
I was just sitting there. I was like, Man, it, I'm really about home. to see what I'm really about to see the guy. What I see on TikTok, on Instagram, I'm about to see this in real life. Mm -hmm. I was just, I couldn't wait for it. And mm -hmm. I, I was just, I was like, I, I don't know how this is exactly going to be. When you first saw the guy, but you, you saw a whole, but it was a lot of people. When you yeah. first saw it and you were in the head on, like, how'd you feel? Dude, I saw it. Well, I was unreal. I didn't even know what to say. I was like, subhanAllah. Like, it doesn't even look real. Like, this, like, this looks like mm -hmm. out of this world. Mm -hmm. like, I, I, I can't even put words onto it. And especially like, you know, seeing all those people from all different backgrounds, mm -hmm. they don't even speak Arabic. You know, they come in there for the same exact reason as you. And to these worship people God. are worshiping Allah. Yeah, worship God and associate no partners with him. The Kaaba is a place of no shit. No, and the, the feeling, the feeling, mm -hmm. I never, like my Iman was like all the way up yeah, here. I, it's it's indescribable. Never, never, indescribable. Never felt like that in my life. And it's like you can see how Allah has provided for his house. You see like the gold doors yeah. and, and you see what's on top. He's got guards everywhere. Go There's guards everywhere. Yes. Like... SubhanAllah, it's, a, it's even even for people who like, like just have seen it. Like even for me, I've done it before. But when I got there, I was like, I'm always thinking like, yo, this is what the Prophet fought for. Like he was here fighting for this land, this land that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him. Had al -baladil -ameen. Like, mm -hmm. bro, mm -hmm. I'm sitting here like this is the building that the Prophet uh, Ibrahim salam, he built this for the sake of worship for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the Muslims, come here and take this land. Like, this land, this is the land of the Muslims. Take it away from the mushriks. Mm -hmm. Like, they turned it into a place of idol worship. But then the Muslims came back and they, they uh, reunited it. And made it that, that's what a, it that's was, a, lesson. a place of worship. That's a lesson for all of humanity. Look, I'm about to spit. The place which was worshipped by idols, but it's something which is hated to, like, like shirk. What, people where they came to worship idols, it's turned into one of the best places on earth. One of the most holiest places on earth to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now what about the what about a person? Think about how Allah can Allah can guide whom he wills. He can guide the worst of humankind. He can, the, you want to know you want to know what, what's crazy? I was thinking about this like in Surah Taha, when you listen to Surah Taha and you hear the story of Moses that he said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, go to go to Pharaoh. Even though Pharaoh he was an arrogant man to begin with. Mm -hmm. Allah said, told Moses, go to Pharaoh. Why would Allah send a messenger? To someone who's so like, oh, why would I go to that person? He's dirty. Allah, Islam is for everyone. It's not, yes, and Islam especially is for, for the worst of people. Islam is for everyone. And he he says, Yeah, exactly. Speak and to him mildly. Speak yeah, to him in, like, in correct manners. Yeah, correct manners. Like, look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is, this is Islam. I, oh my God. You know, when the Prophet, he sent some of his companions. I forgot what the companion's name was, but you can search it up. The, one of the companions, I read this in a book from Abdullah bin Baz, Abdulaziz bin Baz. One of the companions, when he goes to the Persian emperor, he says him to, uh, a number of things. Al along the lines, I'm paraphrasing here, along the lines of, uh, uh, we've come from a faraway land, we've come to teach you about Islam. And then one of the lines that he says was, we've come to replace the injustice of religion and replace it with the justiceness of Islam. Shevet. Shevet. Shepherd. <laughs> is that not insane? Could you imagine? Like these are the these are the Arab Bedouins, and they come to the emperor, the Persian emperor, and this is what they this is the, what they tell them. And I'm like, and I'm I, when I read that I was mind blown. I went, I went, I searched it up. I was looking. I was like, wow, this is a historical record because I, I saw it in the book. And I went, and I searched it up. I was like, oh my god, like the injustice of religion. Islam is not just a religion. It's a way. Of, it's a way of life. Mm -hmm. Islam, in my eyes, the only religion. And it's that in the eyes of Allah, it's the only religion which will be accepted. Of course. So there's something and to think that, about. Hold on, hold on. You just right brought here. up a point because what? what do a lot of people who don't, who say they don't necessarily follow religion, they say religion is all just bad. Religion is all just mm -hmm. injustice. Religion is just used to, you know, 
uh, used for worldly gains such as money, fame, power, etc. But now look, religion has come. Islam has come to replace the injustice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Islam is, but Islam has always been the just, the justness. Allah has sent many prophets and messengers across time, and Muhammad is the seal of the messengers. And then speaking of that, let's speak about Medina. Wait, hold on, hold on. Before we get, before we leave well, Mecca, matter of fact, like, let's talk about yeah. the Fajr Salah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Fajr Salah that, that, Mecca. That, that is a funny story. And the Fajr Salah, the Haram is a, it's a very, it's a very big masjid. And at the time we were going, it was about like the time where the the people who were going to do Hajj, they were also there. So it was, it was packed. There's yeah, a lot of packed. people there. There's a lot of people there. Mashallah. Like, subhanAllah. You never see that in any other religious life. But anyways, like, <laughs> anyways, we went down. This is a funny story. Me, Hussein, and Usman, we went down in like our our uh, our hotel, and our hotel was connected to the haram. So like, they had a yep. mosque that was connected to the haram, and we hear the speakers and we pray fajr with the haram. We were praying fajr till we finished praying fajr, and there were people still trying to like it was so packed wait, wait, in the hallway. Don't don't gloss over who we were praying behind, yeah, man. Don't oh, gloss oh yeah, who we were praying behind. When, <laughs> we, when behind. we first heard when we first heard the voice, we knew exactly who we were praying behind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, right. to the man. May Allah bless him. But we yes, we finished praying behind that. Yes, to the dosity. The yes, to the dosity. Man, Allah, mashallah, his voice is amazing. Allahumma barik. After we finished the prayer, everyone was rushing. People who were praying, they were coming out. Yep. And there were people rushing in. Yeah. But there was one security guard. <laughs> only one, one, guard. one, only one guard, guard. For all those hundreds of men. For the hundreds of men and Muslims. But he, Allah, he, he stood his ground. You know, look, 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 look. Watch this. One of the men tried to sneak past him, thinking he was just some regular security guard. But he said, He swore by the Lord of the Kaaba, you are not going there. Oh, translate what I just said. He said, come he here. He said, come, come here. here. Don't go. Don't go. I, said, sw- I swear by the Lord of the cabin, you will not go in there. Mm-hmm. And he didn't go in there. Oh, yeah. He did not go in there. The people, by, the people behind, they stayed back. They and knew then, he wasn't playing. Because there were people trying to come up that had just finished the prayer. They were already late. So it was like, man, I, I was like, just seeing that. Man, I was, I was in shock. I was like, man, what a security guard. <laughs> oh, this guy needs a raise, bro. This guy needs a raise. <laughs> this guy needs a raise. <laughs> man, Allah bless him. It was crazy. We already knew he was Sudanese too. Yeah, we knew he was Sudanese. No, actually, I wanted to get into something because, like, I like this is not something I, I'd speak about normally, but I want to, you know, this is like a lesson because part of what I was doing at Umrah, like, I was making dua for everyone, right? Then when I got to the point where I can make dua for myself, I was making dua for, like, you know, seeing success in Dean Tour and asking Allah for it to be good for us. And you want to know the craziest thing? What happened the moment we got back to uh, Riyadh, when we got back to the crib? We were like, we need to lock in. We, yeah. you, guys, you guys were yeah. watching the uh, the courses every single day, understanding like what we need to do to make this good for us, yes. to make it so that Allah will be pleased with us because we do this strictly for the sake of Allah. But mm-hmm. we want this to be a way that like uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for us because mm-hmm. we want to keep doing it. We want to do it forever, right? Mm-hmm. So that like when I when I saw this was happening, I was like, yo, what the heck? My dua got answered. I was like, yo, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted like yep. us to be able to focus mm-hmm. on this and find a way, like find not because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he won't just give it to you. He's gonna give you like the opportunity to do it. And that was our opportunity. Or even so, no, 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 listen. I, you bring up an amazing point. I love that. Listen, when I, I encourage every single person to make a dua. I remember uh, me sitting like in the prayer before the before like in between the iqama and the and the adhan. Mm-hmm. I remember just sitting there. I'm like, why am I not doing it? like what well, I'm why am I not doing anything? 
Like sometimes I'll just say like, oh, stuck for Allah, stuck for Allah, or make some dhikr. Mm-hmm. But like, why am I not making dua? You couldn't ask for anything in the world, anything exactly. you want, any problem. You could say, oh, Allah, make my problems disappear. Even if, even if you have no problems, even if you have no problems, you could say, oh, Allah, make my problems disappear. You could say that, and with the and you, if you have it in your heart that Allah will accept your dua, because yes, because you are a Muslim, Allah, Allah loves you. If you have it in your heart that Allah will accept your dua, perhaps. That dua may be accepted, and the next one you make will be accepted, and the next one you make will be accepted, and it, it will be accepted in ways you didn't imagine, and Allah will provide for you in ways you didn't imagine. Make that next dua. Yeah, Make exactly. This is how I felt, you. especially when I was in Mecca. You know, I was making as much dua as I could, and I really felt like all of them were being accepted. And I was like, "There's no way. I don't feel like my dua will ever be denied here." Like or denied anyway. Like, of course, anywhere. of course. Yeah, but, it's, but especially it, there because I'm surrounded yeah. by all the Muslims. And they're then, all they're, they're all doing the same then, thing as me. And then it also like look how great Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is. Look how great, look how glorious, like, magnificent he is. When you see all those people, who is the one who hears the du'as of all the Muslims? Not just in like, Mecca, not just in Medina, all over the world. Everyone's everyone's saying. I remember I see. I remember this woke me up. I ain't gonna lie. I, like. Like when we were doing Umrah, I was with my mom. There was a woman who came to the Kaaba and she like put her hand on the Kaaba and she was like screaming, like, like, um, oh, I'm a translator here. She was saying in Arabic, like, oh, Allah, forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. My dunubi, my, like my sins. I, you could never see such regret and such passion in anybody, any, any person's eyes than someone mm-hmm. who truly regretted and someone who truly fears the punishment of God. Mm-hmm. Tell me that's not real. And, but I be having, sometimes, this is quite off topic. I sometimes have people ask me, why do I take like, like, oh, why do I take life so seriously? Or life shouldn't be taken seriously. You couldn't be more stupid. You, and I'll tell you why. Is life not serious? Yeah. Is life not serious? Will you, a man who he just loses his mother, you're going to tell him life is not serious? Is that pain that he doesn't feel real? Is struggle not real? Struggle is real. That's why you got to take it serious. You always got to be on your A game. But 100%. Right. 100%. No, wait. Yeah, that gives you perspective. Like, Bro, I just remember like when I when I entered to do Umrah, every problem I had disappeared. It was like, okay, it's just me and my Lord right now. Like, yeah, there was so many people. Like, I'm telling you, it was so many people to the point where it was so hot. It was so hard to breathe. Like, me and him were walking through. People pushing Man, us people in our pushing us. Like, Bro, yeah. I, it got to it's, a point where I difficult. got very frustrated because like people were interrupting my dua. I'm like, yo, I'm trying to talk to Allah right now. Like, I don't get to do this every single day. I don't get to be this close to the uh, to Beit Allah. Like, I was, I was so, like, I was getting to a point where I was like, okay, you know what? Now, these people, they're worshiping just like me. Like, I have to be, I have to be, you know, mm-hmm. forgiving. Like, they, they may not know or they, um, you know, they're very it's passionate. Just so, it's okay. So, like, it's an accident. But I was like, you know what? Like, there's blessing all around me. Like, everything that I'm doing around, every step I'm taking has, like, it's blessing. Uh, it's blessed. Great it's, amount of hasanah. Like, there's so many good deeds in one of the Because the tawaf right is Yeah, exactly. And... I was just thinking like, bro, there was nothing going on in my head where I was like, oh, I have to do this. Oh, I have to do that. Yeah, like, what? this is what- The like, last thing you're thinking about, about exactly. is an assignment. The last, yeah, exactly. thing, the last thing you're thinking about. <laughs> I was thinking about none of that. I was just thinking about Allah and like, Allah changing my life. <laughs> and, and, that's, and, that's, and that's like, that changed my perspective too. When I pray, sometimes I get these, um, I know like, I, I'm sure people can relate. You sometimes get these thoughts like in your head of like, how long I'm gonna set the mic away from my chicken yeah, nuggets yeah, or something exactly. like that. That's what, like, in my prayer, I'm, I'm done doing that. I'm done doing that. You want Because when I was at the car, I wasn't thinking about chicken nuggets. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's subhanAllah, like, it, change, it changes your perspective on everything. I'm here, I'm trying to tell y'all, so maybe y'all can be influenced or maybe this yeah. could benefit y'all. And, like, let's get into, like, Medina. Like, the one thing I want to say is that, like, obviously, we made that one video, remember, where we all talked, like, oh, what was our experience like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? But that doesn't even cover... Like the half, a, no, not even a, half, a quarter. It doesn't even cover a quarter of like what it felt like. Because one of the greatest things 
was being there with my brothers. Like I'm sitting mm-hmm. there like this, especially like in the Roda, we're sitting there in the most blessed place in Masjid al-Nabawi, like making like a place where dua is accepted. Like this is a very blessed place. And we're sitting there, we're making dua, we're doing prayer. We, we got to pray Isha in there. Like, bro, they gave us an extended amount of time to be in there. But it was just the fact that I was in there with you guys. I was like, yo, my brothers are here. They're making dua. I'm here making dua. Like I want them to get what they want. Like so yep. bad. Like you guys have no idea. Like part, like half of the duas I was making was that you guys get yours accepted. I was like, yo, bro. Like I was like, like I was... I can't say the exact du'a because I don't like truly remember yeah, it because uh-huh. it was like it's not one of those du'as you're gonna find in the Quran. It was like this is a du'a like, like that you made for yeah I made for, like strictly to get you guys accepted. The people around me, I was like yo like Allah. Like, I see some people like they're really struggling. They really yes, look like they're struggling. Like, in, accept in the, their du'as like, in the roda in the roda. Like bro, when you when I, when I was in there, that I thought something similar to you. When I was in there, I was like me and my brothers, we can be anywhere on the world, anywhere in the world right now. We could be we could be. Jumping someone, but we're in the road. <laughs> exactly. We were in the road. I was like, man, Alhamdulillah. 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 And then, and then also like what you said about the like the dua for the other people around you. Like you, have you guys heard the dua? Allahumma kfir lil muslimin wal muslimin wal muslimin al ahya min hum al amwat. Man, that dua, man. That's it. Brings tears to my eyes. It's it's so beautiful. Like when you have that deep understanding. Like when you understand humanity. Like we we think we understand humanity. But no one understands like the Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam. The Prophet alayhi salatu wassalam, he used to weep, weep for the for the coming generation. Fourteen hundred years ago, he used to weep for the people, these people that were coming. Yep. For the every single generation, he used to weep. Like he, if anyone understood humanity, it was him. Like if anyone understood like the heart of a person, if anyone could get to the heart of a person, it was Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Alayhi salatu wassalam. Yeah. Like, cool. That's crazy. And then that du'a, man, it's just man, it's so bad. Yeah, it's crazy because I was sitting there, I was making the same type of du'as. Like, may Allah increase us, may Allah bless us, and all these people that are here and all the Muslims all around the world. And may Allah, mm-hmm. like, give the other Muslims the opportunity to come see your house, to yes. come pray in, in the Prophet's mosque. Because mm-hmm. Allah is truly blessed. Like, it's not it's not a coincidence that I could just go in there for the first time and actually be able to pray in the Rolda. Like, especially when you were telling me, like, you, you know, you came, you were there before, but you never got to pray in hey, the Aisha. Rolda. Like yeah. we never and got to, we never got to pray uh, bro, a fucking prayer. They, yeah, they, like they they had Usually like the restriction. Yeah, yeah so like, it was like five minutes. Like you pray, you get to pray max two rakat, and you can make a couple duas, and that was it. And then they kick you out because they have the next group coming in. But us, we were like the last group of the night for the men, so they let us stay in there for like our a lot of time plus like more, like thirty minutes more because we got to pray and we got to mm-hmm. just like sit there. And eventually they said like, okay, now like you guys got to. And get then out. another group came in. Yeah, I'm sure. but it was I was like. Yo, what the heck, bro? I was just sitting there. Like, every single moment I was in there, I was like, yo, I have to make dua. Like, I was sitting there for 40 minutes making dua. My legs were hurting, bro. Like, <laughs> my legs were hurting. Dog. I was like, you know what? This pain is temporary. Like, these duas, mm. these will, uh, these can carry you prevail. Me. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. these can help me prevail through life. You gotta have that life. trust in God. Yeah, man. exactly. Like, that tawakkul in Allah. Yeah, like, have, finding, that finding the subhul, like, finding the, the consciousness of, uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I was there. Like, you know what? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he brought me here for a reason. He allowed me to sit here for a reason. And I'm going to mm-hmm. take advantage of it. Yeah, you know actually, I saying? was telling someone earlier today on my flight, I don't believe in randomness. Yeah, yeah of course. This is, uh, I was and actually I was, talking we, we to We were talking about it too. Yeah, we were talking we about it. And I also talked with someone else about it. I was just like, they can't explain what's going on here. So they just put up, they just label it as random. Mm-hmm. But Allah, everything is perfectly placed at that right time, at that right moment. It's no coincidence. Mm. You know, God did it. God did it. SubhanAllah. I remember we were talking about that. We were like, I, you, I remember you said it further. You blatantly said, I don't believe in luck. Yeah, exactly. I don't and believe that, in luck. That really sparked my idea. That's why I, like, I'm like, randomness isn't real. Like you just said, you just, you can't explain something. So you label it as random, spontaneous. Like, come on, dude. You just, God did it. 
God decreed exactly. it. And that's, man, that's a power you know, one thing I'll never forget is, you know, being able to experience acts of worship with like with my brothers, because it's like, you know, as much as I want to see the success of myself or other Muslims, like seeing the success of my brothers, seeing my brothers being with me, like next to me, like, you know, there's a, a ni'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like we're here. We're not even putting like we're here with each other. But when we're doing our worship, it's all all the focus is on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like we're just there next to each other. Yeah. It's like going like before you go into battle, like this is for the sake of Allah only. Like, mm -hmm. the, like think I mean, it allows me to think about like what did the Muslims who are going to war and stuff like that, mm -hmm. well, how are they thinking? This is all for the cause of Allah. Like, mm -hmm. but they're going to war with people that they trust with their lives. Like, mm -hmm. I'm praying this to dudes that I want to see in Jannah. Like the way that they're yes. walking next to me at the yes. masjid, that's I don't the way see no I person, see them. I don't see no person in Shujud when I go to the masjid, like Man, I trust him. I, yeah, exactly. I used to think like that. Like a year ago, I used to think I'd be like, man, I trust it. I trust this dude to drive my car. I don't trust nobody to drive my car. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's how I be thinking. But it's crazy. And then, and then it's one thing. It's so surreal. If you guys have, like, for those of you who have Muslim friends, and for those who don't, man, may Allah grant you Muslim friends or righteous friends and righteous people around you. Allah, I mean, I mean, when that moment when you see like one of your brothers or one of your friends and you see them in a prostration to God. Tell me that's not like a heartwarming feeling. Of course it is. Tell me that's not amazing. Or when everyone's rushing to the masjid. Yes. Or like when you guys are all, you guys Wait, are going to the up. masjid together. Bro, this like, yes, look, when, when we used to go to the masjid, bro, I'd see like one of you guys like pray a sunnah prayer that I, I probably wasn't going to pray. And I'm like, hold on, what the heck they're doing? All the offense, I'm, <laughs> yeah. gonna do yes. like, I'm not going to leave yep. without doing it. Like, I'm not going to let him beat me. What the heck? I'm going to, I'm going to pray the sunnah too. You know, I'm mm. going to stay a little after and make more. Like, what are you talking <laughs> yes. about? Like, yeah. Because if you're not here to like help, uh, help your brother get better on his dean or uh, him get you better on your dean, then what are you doing? Like, what type of friend is that? It's that good competition. We're racing to find the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it's not like, oh, I'm going to be better than you. Like, it's just, it's a silent, like, competition. Because it's like, you know what? We both want to race for good Because, like, look, like, what if what if one of us makes it to a higher rank agenda? I could help you. I could help you up with me. And what's better than influencing someone next to you to do more acts just by your actions. And exactly. And now what? Now you get good deeds for yeah, that too. Yeah, now what's more better? Like, subhanAllah. And it's all subtle. Like, you don't even know that he's doing it because of you or you don't know. Like, it's all subtle. And it's man, subhanAllah. All for Allah. Yeah, you'll all see for this Allah. all the day judgment. It's all for God. It's all for God. Yeah, exactly. When you submit to Allah, like, everything in your life, it just like, it's, yes. it's so much easier. That's and that's why I want to talk about that next episode. Submission to Allah and associating no partners with him. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, this was uh, this was like a like a catch up episode. You know, it was a, such a good experience for us, a good time for us, and like for us to be able to share this with you, it's such a great blessing. Like you know, Subhanallah. Like I was thinking about the whole summer about making this episode right here because I I wanted to be able to share my thoughts, like my experiences, and how life just felt like it was so much easier when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is at the forefront of my life. Mm -hmm. When you know when. Like when I could say, okay, I'm not going to go out because I have to pray first because the prayer is coming. So I'm, I'm not going to go do nothing until I pray. Once I pray, then I can go out because then everything becomes like better. Like the weight is lifted off my chest. Mm -hmm. It's like, I want to pray first. Mm -hmm. And once I do pray, okay, now what do you need from me? Because I've like, I've had, I've spoken to my Lord. Alhamdulillah, like I'm good. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll put it into terms where like short, simple terms. The only struggle you want to feel, in, or the only stress you want to feel in this life, is the stress of not having prayed to the Lord. I mean, stress of not <laughs> having prayed to your, what are your prayers? <laughs> yeah, but that we, that stress can, is we, horrible. <laughs> like that that stress is worse than that failing stress, a yeah, test. Right? That like, stress, that stress, like, was the, the stress of oh, if I die right now, is, uh, what am I gonna do? Exactly, dude. Yeah, subhanallah. But you know, that's gonna close up this episode. I mean, we have a. 
feels like we've been rejuvenated. it. Like we're here for like season two, bro. Yeah, <laughs> man. Here to level up. Yeah, man, y'all let us know how this episode was, man. Yeah, stay tuned in with us, man. We have so much stuff that we have working on. Uh, but you know, with that being said, like, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. All right, guys. Just want to say thank you, guys. We appreciate you guys. We love all of you guys. Yes, and just to remind everyone, we are not scholars and we are not teachers, but we, rather we like to remind people of religion. We love to talk about religion. And we encourage all of you guys to do the same. And yeah, we love you guys and With thank you guys knowledge. for following us. Yes. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.